Welcome to Sandwich Talk. I'm Carlos, your host, and this is my chance to sit down with some friends, talk about our favorite sandwiches, and dive into some new ones, too. This week, we're munching on the smoked pastrami, the chopped brisket, and the pulled pork, all from Arkin's Sweet Barbecue Pit in Southfield, Michigan. My guest is Song Lee, a Detroit food veteran, social media guru, and founder of Chowdown Detroit. We had a lot of fun talking about these sandwiches and also our favorite recent additions to the city. So hug up to your favorite sandwich. Thanks a lot for listening and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very first show of the new year and the new season. I'm joined today by Detroit food legend Song Lee, better known as Chow down Detroit. What's up, man? How are you? Thanks for that legend. Uh, that's pretty nice. <laughs> no one's ever caught me that one. I mean, so at this good. point, I'm pretty sure you're a legend. <laughs> I guess it's I've been around for a while. So. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I know that you've been doing food for quite some time um, under Chow Down Detroit. And then before that, you've done a lot with social media and, and the world of advertising around the city. But for the folks at home that maybe don't know about Chow Down Detroit or maybe have never even known about you in general, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, um, I'm a photographer slash um, artist, I guess that you would say. And I've been doing that for a long time. I went to uh, CCS in Detroit Got a photo degree, and I started taking pictures of everything I eat. <laughs> and uh, that when social media got popular with Facebook and uh, even, I would say, even Yelp before oh, yeah. foodspotting.com, which is over 10 years ago. But <laughs> uh, social media really helped make everything popular, which yeah. is really good. So, yeah, I just take pictures of everything I eat as a documentation, not to you know, post about it and tell people, but my food journal has become a, <laughs> like a guide, I guess. for Totally. Yeah. I learn about new stuff all the time from you. Good. Um, and I'd like to hope that now in our community, we all learn from each other. It's like new spots and, oh yeah, I saw that so-and-so went to this place. I got to go check that place out. Yeah. Most places I, new places that I find are from other people that post it on social media. Totally. So I'm like, oh, that looks good, and I need to try it, and I go. <laughs> um, one thing that I want to make sure that I mention is um, when I first started doing this podcast, it was about three years ago, Yep. Um, and I only got out about four or five episodes, and those episodes are lost. Oh, um, man. But the very first guest on the show was you. Yeah, and, and that was probably my one of my favorite podcasts I've ever uh, been on. I got to find it. I It's it's somewhere in that laptop right there. Okay. So I have to find it. Um, but this is my chance to hopefully make a better version of that episode. Um, also, you brought us over some food. Um, one thing that I've wanted to do in this season is explore different things that I haven't tried before. Mm -hmm. And you had made mention of Arkin's Barbecue. Yeah, it's one of my favorite spots in Detroit. I go there a lot. <laughs> you know what? Um, I also go there a lot because sometimes I'm eating low carb. Oh. And barbecue is pretty uh, low carb if you don't eat the bread. Of course, we have sandwiches right now. But <laughs> I really think Arkin's uh, barbecue is probably the best 
and my favorite um, barbecue spot in Metro Detroit right now. Really? Yep. It's it's my number one easily. I've heard about. Um, I, I I never heard of Arkins, but I actually found out by looking them up that I went there once. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I went there once to have a meeting. It was a great meeting, yeah. and I had a sandwich, and it was lovely. And nice. I was like, I need to go back to that place in Southfield. I have no idea what this is. Well, I. Through social media, I found out that uh, Arkins is um, working on a pastrami sandwich. Mm-hmm. So I stopped by there today, talked them into giving us a pastrami sandwich before its release. Wait a second. What? This is not even out yet? Not out yet. <sighs> All the other sandwiches are out, of course. The chopped brisket, and then we have the oh, pulled snap. pork. But um, his housemates smoked. Dang. It's smoked, and he made it himself. He he said, and we're gonna try it today. My mouth is my really, mouth is watering. <laughs> yeah, it's super juicy. Yeah. Uh, before we get started, I need to ask you a question: Have you had a sandwich yet today? No, no sandwich today. Sick. Me neither. I haven't had a sandwich in a couple days. I think. Oh wow, you're long overdue. And you would be ashamed of what sandwich I had. Maybe you'd be shamed. I don't know. You might like it. It's a franchise sandwich. Go on. Jimmy John's. Oh. Just because uh, we needed uh, something quick, you know, uh-huh. and uh, I, it was right there. It wasn't bad. It no. wasn't that bad. No. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So of the sandwiches that you brought over today, we have the... Uh, the pastrami that you had made mention of, mm-hmm. also the chopped brisket, and the pulled pork. Pulled pork, yep. Um, I want to know, what do you want to start with? Well, um, they all look good, man, but we might have to start with the chopped brisket because I'm a huge brisket fan. Sick. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. All right, cool. Um, go ahead, grab that boy. Okay. I've got, you want to cut that? I've got a knife here okay. for you. Awesome. If you want to do us the honors. So this brisket sandwich is just chopped brisket. There's no coleslaw or anything else added to it. Wow. He said that we can add barbecue sauce, and that's our choice. Okay. He uh, didn't. He he wasn't like, oh, don't ever put barbecue sauce in my uh, brisket or anything yeah. like that. So. I mean, I'm the kind of guy that I don't like my stuff slathered in barbecue sauce. So the fact that it is a choice yeah. makes me really happy. That's awesome. Um, I sometimes don't love all barbecue sauces, mostly because they're very sugary and sweet. There you go. Oh, yeah. Ooh. That's okay. I'll Do you make want it the barbecue sauce? Uh, you might as well bring it over. It's okay. good to try everything. Do you want uh, pickles, too? Hell yeah, I want pickles. <laughs> okay, what does this look like? <laughs> <laughs> all right, grab some of them, boys. Uh, I think there's more sauce right here. Yeah, look at this sauce. I'm going to cut my little piece over here. I'm going to try a little bit of the sauce first. Pinky in. That's a good barbecue sauce. Yeah, you know he only has one sauce. See, that's legit. Because when you get like 15 different sauces to try out, you're like, all right, I'll try this, I'll try this. Mm -hmm. I like this one more, I like this one more. This is confidence right here. Confidence in the one sauce that he has. (laughs) All right, I'm going to try it first, sans sauce. Okay. Um, go ahead and give it a bite, man. All right, here we I want to hear that bite. Here Do we it. go. Oh wow. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm doing it too. Wow. Hmm. That's really good. 
I'm I'm kind of glad he didn't put like coleslaw or anything like that on this. Per, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of creamy coleslaw, and this is zero. It's just the brisket and the bread, and it's super buttery. Um, really, the the smoke flavor isn't overwhelming, which is very important to me. You still get a little bit of the exterior crunch on the meat, and the interior is so juicy. Mm-hmm. It's super fall apart. Um, and the bread, dude, is a soggy brioche. My favorite part is actually the fat. There's little be- bits of fat in there. <laughs> and I think that's the best part of brisket. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love fat. <clears throat> love fat. I'm a kind of guy who loves like ribeye mm-hmm. for steak just because it's fatty. Mm-hmm. And the fats, the juice from the fat just makes the steak better. And I, I think the same way for brisket. You see in my fingers glisten here? Mm -hmm. Super glistening. Every single one of these fingers is glistening in pure joy. (laughs) Man, I love this brisket. This is really good. so good. Dang. So Mm. sometimes when I'm eating low carb, I just get a thing of brisket like this. Try to minimize the barbecue sauce, and it's pretty good. That's low carb, you know? Just like a side of brisket. Mm -hmm. Smart idea. Wow, this is so good. Um, what are you, what are you getting? Like, what kind of flavors are you feeling off of this one? Definitely, I could taste the smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen his smoker. It's just filled with all types of meat. What's great about this brisket is you could actually, even though it's beef, I kind of taste maybe a little bit of pork. Oh. Maybe from the juices, from the ribs or something that gets on the beef, but... I like that mixture, <laughs> and I know he has smoked chicken in there and smoked bacon. So when you have the smoker with all the different types of meat just all, like, mixing in, it it tastes really good. Hell, yeah, it tastes really good, and it's super fatty. Fatty, 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 mm-hmm. till the day I die. <laughs> and he actually lets you pick which side you want, either the fatty side or the lean side, and I always go for the fatty side. Yeah, I mean— Come on. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Important to mention, too, out of all the places that we've had on Sandwich Talk, this is actually the first one outside of Detroit proper. Oh, really? Um, it's one another thing that I've wanted to do part of the show is mm-hmm. try to get out of the city a bit, too. Mm-hmm. I've heard about a lot of amazing sandwiches outside of the city, mm-hmm. and this one specifically is already shining in more than just the grease on my hands. So I'm, I'm loving it. Thank you very much for suggesting this spot. Well, you know, Southfield is bordering Detroit. Totally. So another thing about the history of uh, Detroit, we always talk about the history. I think the first time um, I was on your show, we talked about F. McNally's on Mudgee, how yeah. F. McNally's turned into Mudgee's. Mm-hmm. But if you know the history of um, Metro Detroit, there was a span of time when people didn't hang out in Detroit. Oh, yeah. I know. So, um, Metro Detroit is Detroit. Like if you're from Southfield or I'm from Lincoln Park originally. Oh, okay. When I go travel, I don't say I'm from Lincoln Park, Lincoln Michigan. Park. I say I'm from Detroit because Lincoln Park literally touches Detroit. Mm-hmm. Like I could step in one street where across the street is Detroit and the other side is Lincoln Park. But if you live that close to Detroit, you should be able to say you're from Detroit. I don't like it when people say that's not. Detroit, and you're like, well, just because you're a block away doesn't mean you're not part of that city, you know. And we're we're a, uh, people of, that drive cars. We're not a yeah. Detroit's not a place where you walk everywhere. 
So if you have a car, that means all the metro area of Detroit is part of your city. So Absolutely. I mean, what is it, 4.2 million people or something like that mm-hmm. in the metro area? Right. And then only 700,000 people in the city. Exactly. And when growing up, when we used to go food adventuring, we go to Dearborn. We'll go to Royal Oak, Ferndale. Totally. I mean, Ferndale at one point before Detroit got hot now was probably one of the hottest metro Detroit cities in for food. Oh, yeah. So I um, remember being in high school <clears throat> And uh, my friend was like, hey, we're going to go smoke cigarettes at a coffee shop. <laughs> and we went to, I think it was either Ferndale or Royal Oak. To be honest with you, don't remember. I was yeah. in high school. But I just thought it was so cool that we were smoking cigarettes at a <laughs> coffee shop. Mm. Yeah, well, I remember those days when people used to smoke inside restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing that you've hooked up to, um, I got to say, Arkins has hooked us up today. Um, they hooked us up with a three different sides. So for every sandwich that we try out, I want to try one of the sides too. I'm looking at these home fries right here. Talk to me about these guys. Yeah, um, I, it's hand cut. Uh, I actually watched them cut it with uh, one of those hand cut slicers. And they broasted mm. the fries. I love broasting because it's always crispy, right? Dang. It's nice and crispy all the time, like roasted wings or roasted uh, chicken. So what he does with the broaster is that he broasts the uh, hand-cut fries. So it's always nice, nicely, like, extra crispy on the outside. So nice. Oh, yeah. And I think he adds butter to them. Good idea. Good idea. <laughs> he adds butter and some seasoning. So right now, because of the travel from mm-hmm. Southfield to here and with mm-hmm. a little bit of traffic, I think uh, it got a little bit cool. But Don't care. It's still right. good. It's still good. The flavor's on point here. I'm getting a lot of different seasoning, too. Mm-hmm. A little bit of uh, just some just uh, herby spices, almost like Lowry seasoning on here, too. Uh, legit. 100%. You know, <clears throat> you know what else he does with these fries is you could get loaded barbecue fries, meaning you get chopped brisket on these fries with yep. barbecue sauce. Yep, need that. <laughs> Next time we get this, it's going to be loaded fries all day. I, uh, trust me, I, I eyeball it all the time when I go there. Wanted to mention to you something. Um, while we do talk about sandwiches on the show, there's a sandwich place, national sandwich place called Einstein Bagels. It's mm-hmm. a bagel spot, I've first and foremost. Mm-hmm. But they do bagel sandwiches, too. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about this bagel burrito? No. Dude. It's literally a uh, bagel that they've made into the shape of a burrito and stuffed. And okay. You're showing me a picture of that, and I got to have it. That looks amazing. I agree. It's on their Instagram, Einstein Bros. Uh, a bagel, a burrito, more like all of the above. The bagel burrito, it's called, is the best of both worlds. I'm um, kind of mad that I didn't think of that. And right? like sell it to one of those bagel shops, like DIB or something, you know? I mean, just do it anyway. Why not? <laughs> if, if I can figure out how to make a bagel in the burrito shape, I'm just going to do it. Well, you know, I went to another <laughs> bagel shop other than Detroit Institute of Bagels the other day. But in this Detroit? is also, it's also in Metro Detroit. Okay. It's in Clawson. Oh. Which uh, on. I believe Clawson is kind of the up and coming hip city. Um, it might be the next Ferndale, I'm predicting, you know? Uh, well, they've got like so much good food too. Well, you know, Noble Fish, mm-hmm. and they expanded. They have that Japanese uh, bakery there, uh, coffee shop and bakery. They do sandwiches there too, by the way. 
They do. <laughs> I've had that egg sandwich. They um, have like the Japanese sandwiches that are all like nicely wrapped and perfect. The only thing I don't like about those is that it's cold. Uh, mm. I like my sandwiches hot. Um, so their sandwiches are pre-made and it's usually sitting in a refrigerator. So that their chicken sandwich is cold, mm. which is it's fine. I mean, it's still good, but um, I'd rather have it a little warmed up. But it, either way, I stopped at a place called Berry Bagel. Oh. I think it's a franchise. Never heard of it. Uh, and there's few locations, and I stopped in there, and I got a breakfast bagel sandwich, and it was really good. I mean, <laughs> um, but I also love Detroit Institute of Bagels. Their bagel sandwich- sandwiches are amazing. You're putting me on berry bagels. I'm actually going to be stopping through Clawson here sometime soon for uh, for dropping off Antony's stuff and a couple other food stuff that I do, but... Uh, Berry Bagel, I'm going to have to check out. Yeah. Um, Let me grab some more napkins. We're going to come right back. Uh, This is Sandwich Talk. Today's episode of Sandwich Talk is sponsored by Ark and Sweet Barbecue Pit. Located at 30140 Southfield Road in Southfield, Michigan. This unassuming spot located in a suburban strip mall is pretty freaking great and has room to chill and get violent on some barbecue. They're open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m., Tuesday through Friday, noon to 9 p.m. Saturday, and noon to 8.30 p.m. on Sunday. It's worth the drive. Casamara Club. Inspired by the history and traditions of Italian Amaro, these Bon Appetit magazine highly recommended soft drinks are balanced, buoyant, and food-friendly, highlighting the natural vibrancy of farmed ingredients. With currently four varieties available, find them all over the country today by checking out their website at casamaraclub.com. We're back, and today on the show, my friend Song and I are giving it the old go and eating because we do it so well. That's that's basically all we do. And I think we're doing a really good job of pacing ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so Usually I don't pace. I just kind of go, 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 and then I die. I do too, and but for today's show, we are pacing ourselves so we can try everything without feeling gross at the end. I think that's a good way to do it. I still plan on feeling gross at the end. I don't know about you. I so I'm gonna I'm gonna try everything first, and then yeah. I'm gonna go back and actually gorge myself horribly. Well, you know the food is good when you don't feel good afterwards oh, because yeah. you ate too much, right? You're so right. Yeah, because if you don't eat too much, that means the food wasn't probably that good. I prefer the pleasure of pain. From food. <laughs> that guilt. Yeah. Right at the end. Yeah, where you're just in pain. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, this hurts. This sucks. <laughs> but you could sleep it off and yeah. you're fine. Fall asleep on the couch watching some kind of whatever. Yeah, movies. And then you wake up and you're like, oh, is it time to go already? Oh, I can't even drive. And then you roll out the door. <laughs> God, I've had that every single day. <laughs> I, um, I haven't been hungry. I haven't been starving in probably about five years. <laughs> I think it's I eat so much every day. <laughs> I'm hungry, but not starving. So people always ask me because they see that I eat like insane food all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do to make sure that I'm not 500 pounds. Right. Um, I know that I I run around a lot. I do a lot of work. I also live in the third floor of a building and run up and down those mm-hmm. stairs constantly. Plus all the other things that I'm doing to constantly be working. And every once in a while, I'll give myself a good old workout. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Well, um, I play tennis. So that's yeah. one of my ways to exercise. So you, you, even during winter, I play indoor tennis uh, a few times a week. 
I've been kind of slacking on playing, but if I do, I try to walk, and I just got a dog. So, so the dog's forcing me to walk every morning as when I wake up, and that's really good because uh, with my Apple Watch, I'm actually closing up the rings every day because of the dog. So he's actually saving my life right now. That's what dogs do. Yeah. For the folks at home, get a dog. Get a dog. And if you have a dog, love your dog and maybe get another dog. Well, actually, (laughs) get a dog. But you gotta force yourself to walk the dog. Oh yeah, I, I've for seen sure. Plenty of people get get a dog and never walk the dog. Yeah, and that's unfortunate. It's like you need to make sure that your dog is active, right. and with that, you're also saving yourself, like you said. Oh yeah. Um, is your dog a golden retriever? Golden retriever. I saw it. It's an adopted one, so I don't really believe in buying a dog. Uh huh. So what happened was. Um, my girlfriend's cousin needed to rehome a dog, oh. and it was like the perfect timing. And we're like, "We'll take it." So we got a free dog, and it's a, happened to be a AKC certified golden oh. retriever. And it's golden retrievers are like the sweetest dogs you'll ever meet. He's a snuggle bug. You yeah, know, so. and totally. they don't bark that much. Golden retrievers, so it's perfect. Oh, uh, what's the name? Sully. Sully. And Sully already has an Instagram. Hell uh, <laughs> Facebook, and it's going to have a YouTube channel really Sick. soon. Sick. How do we follow Sully? Well, you can follow Sully at, at Sully underscore The Great Golden. Very cool. I am going to do that as soon as we're done. Because oh, you'll love it. I'm, I'm a big fan of looking at dogs and puppies, yeah. <laughs> uh, mostly because I love hanging out with dogs. I mean, mm-hmm. how, how could you not, right? Well, I already, uh, I've been kind of putting a lot of effort into his page already, so I already got like a slow motion video of him running <laughs> with music. And I'm, um, we're getting into a raw feed for dogs. Oh, what is that? So it's dogs should eat raw food. like Oh, raw it, food. Right. Okay. So not these kibbles with all the bad stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Dogs supposed to eat their natural environment. They're wolves, originally from wolves and foxes. Totally. Right? So you could actually give them a raw chicken bone with meat on it. Mm-hmm. You could do raw chicken wings. You could do uh, beef bones. You're supposed to feed them raw, never cooked bones. Uh, um, so he's on a raw diet right now, starting nice. slowly. So we got him like pre-made raw food with that has vegetables in it with it's duck meat and goose meat. Yeah. And it's all mixed in together. So, yeah, I mean, he's eating better than me. Totally. Yeah. He's healthier than me. <laughs> That's, uh, that's the optimal way to raise a dog, for sure, is just to make sure that you take care of them. When you first said raw feed, I was like, what kind of content are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is the raw feed? I need to see this. Is it? Is there a new app? Oh, um, he might have a raw, I mean, raw live feed <laughs> on um YouTube channel where I could just, people like me, I love watching dogs eat raw food. Oh. I watch it all the time. So they there's this one... um guy who feeds all his dogs like pounds of just chicken thighs and chicken wings raw food (laughs) (laughs) and i could just sit sit there and watch it and you it's so satisfying (laughs) when they're crunching up the bones Dude, yeah, that'd be fun. (laughs) Dude, they have million views like millions of views so there's I never thought about watching a dog eat until you just mentioned it and i'm like yeah I do like watching dogs eat you're right (laughs) It's satisfying man. Seriously (laughs) You know, I, <laughs> when you know, we don't like it when we um, like our friends will eat with their mouth open. Gross. It's gross, right? Mm-hmm. But when a 
puppy or a dog does it, it is like Aww. cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's so adorable. Look yeah. at him jump and jump and jump. Nom, 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 nom. I love it, man. <laughs> uh, let's jump into the next sandwich. All I right. am still hungry. We haven't eaten nearly as much as I want to. The next sandwich is going to be the pulled pork from Arkins. Um, why don't you take the first bite? I want to hear what you think Got first. It. Have you had this one before? I actually did. Okay. And um, But it's been a while because... Um, I try to avoid buns when oh, I go yeah. there, so I that don't eat sense. sandwiches that much. But here we go. Well, so right now, podcast. this uh, pulled pork sandwich doesn't have coleslaw. Um, I think w- only one of his uh, sandwiches is coleslaw that we brought, and that's, that's the uh, pastrami. Yeah. And it's not the creamy coleslaw that you don't like. It's actually the more of the vinegary, you know, that classic style. But um, this, I'm looking at it. It's got a little bit of cream. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a brioche bun. Hell yeah. We got smoked pulled pork. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm gonna add a little bit of sauce to it because I really like the sauce with the pulled pork. So I'm gonna dip this in here. Give that boy a nice dredge. Yeah. Here we go. Good bite. Solid mm-hmm. bite. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Talk really about what good. flavors you, you know feeling. what one one thing good about the chop um the chop brisket that we had and the chop uh pulled pork that we're having right now it's just easy to eat mm-hmm. because when it's already chopped and pulled you just bite into it and you're not pulling anything apart you know what i mean totally so, so you, you ever get like a burger and they put like a whole thing of uh, bacon on there yeah Sometimes that's hard to chew, right? Totally. If they just would slice up that bacon for me, it would be perfect. Chop it up. And But this sandwich is like that, where I just bite into it, and it's a super easy to eat. You're so right. Like, I'm looking at all the different pieces in here. So what I'm looking at is literally just a brioche bun and a bunch of different little chopped up, pulled apart pieces of pork. Some are nice and pink. Some are a little bit more uh, done and crispy. Mm-hmm. And... All of them are juicy. Every single bite of this and, and fatty, too. So mm-hmm. I'm going to take my bite. Here okay. I go. Uh, sauce I'm or no sauce? Sand sauce, no sauce. Okay. Oh, mm. that's a good bite. That's mm. a better bite than mine. <laughs> you take like a man's bite. I take like a little um, middle school girl's bite. <laughs> oh, um, oh, oh, ooh. Mmm. <laughs> Oh my god! You know brioche is uh, that's mm. one of the best breads for any type of uh, burger or sandwiches. Mm-hmm. I love brioche buns. Mm-hmm. This pork is on point. It's so good. This is great. Once again, super melty, super fatty. Um, I'm literally pulling it myself, and it's just falling apart in yeah. my hands. And I could see a little bit of fat in there, and you want a little, a little? Bit of fat. yeah, a little. Do yeah. you not see the gobble of <laughs> oh, fat I that I have on me? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm just going to dip just the pork in the sauce. That's the best part mm. when you have the um, pork that just falls off the bread and mm-hmm. you could just use that and dip it in the sauce. And I've got pork all over my sweater. And I don't <laughs> care. Mm. Oh, my God. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like to say that I take the bite that, you know, everybody wants to take but is afraid to take in front of people. That's true. Because to me, I just don't care. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, like my mom always taught me, like, you should probably, um, you know, do you, my mom always says when she watches me, she's like, do you eat like that in front of your friends? <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> so do. Are you a fast eater? Totally. 
100%. I mean, that's how I think I just kind of like had to eat mm-hmm. as a kid is like because it's going to be gone if it's not. I kind of blame the uh, our education system because my mom always tries to get me to eat slow, but I'm like, Mom, you have to understand when I was in high school, they only gave us like 20 minutes to mm-hmm. eat. Mm-hmm. So when you have that short of a time to eat, you're just going to scarf down everything you have. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sorry, I'm just still eating. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pace yourself because we have uh, a couple more things to eat over here. I got like five stomachs. So I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> My mom would always say like 25 chews or something like that. 25, right. If I can get to like seven, I think I'm good. There's no way a normal human person, a human being could eat and just chew 25 times before they swallow. My aunt would do that. She would actually chew forever. Unfortunately, it took a little bit longer for her to finish our meals, and <laughs> we would just kind of sit there at the restaurant waiting for her to be done. So can you do the ABCs or something to count? No, I think it would chewing? just be annoying if I was to go 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. I mean, already I'm getting tired and bored. Jeez. I need to ask you, uh, this is pretty important for me. I've seen you eat so much incredible food over the years. Mm-hmm. Everywhere that you go, it's just my mouth waters. I'm impressed. I can't wait to to taste what you're eating just because it looks so good. Of all the things that you've eaten over the years, sandwich specifically, okay. can you pick out a favorite sandwich that you've had? Well, you know that donor kebab that um, was right by your place here at the... Um, Balkan house. So good. Man, I was pretty blown away by that sandwich. And mm-hmm. um, I've had it a few more times since then, and every time it's been very consistent. I agree. That uh, bread is That killer. bread is amazing. Um, but that was probably one of the best sandwiches I had in a while. Um, wow. Yeah, I mean, um, I crave it. here and stepping their game up, too, and then these guys just came and blew it out of the water. Yeah, it's they did a great job. I mean, it's like a Euro it's mm-hmm. the meat has a euro, like a Greek euro flavor to it. Totally. But um, that bread really just changes things, I think. We actually had uh, Balkan House on the show, uh, myself and Miriam Khan, mm-hmm. uh, Miriam, my partner in Khanna, and uh, which is our Pakistani um, late night pop up that we do. Okay. Uh, if you haven't had it, which I don't think you've come, we do like, a, we just came out with the butter chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. Uh, fried butter chicken, massive sandwich. Right. The alu gobi burrito, the butter chicken nachos. Oh my gosh! Shrimp masala, rich boy, which is a po' boy, and like a super juicy buttery bun. I love dusty food, so I mean, it's hell yeah, it's the best. So on that show, we had their uh, the sandwich that you're talking about, the dinner. Uh-huh. We also had the chavapi. Did you get to try the chavapi? I haven't tried anything else but the uh, donut kebab. Dude, go right after this. (laughs) No, (laughs) someone else told me to try that too. The chavapi is these little individual sausages Mm -hmm. on the same bread, and then they give you like a nice little cheese spread and also some hot pepper to go on there. Literally, if you just had the sausage and the bread, it's fine. Man, uh, I love hot peppers too, so that sounds right up my alley. So good. So another sandwich I had that that blew me away is it's kind of out of the way for everyone. Uh, but it's down south in Monroe, Michigan. Okay. So I'll drive ever, for food. Yeah, it's it's about, um, I would say, 25, half, 25 minutes, half an hour. But it's like a perfect spot if you're ever driving to Toledo or down south to stop in. But it's at a gas station, and it's called Eureka Eatery. 
Ooh, I've heard of this place from you. Yes. Uh, so their crispy, hot Nashville chicken sandwich is probably the best hot chicken sandwich I ever had in my life. It's Damn. It's that good. And every every friend that I ever took there, they just, like, get blown away by it. Because it's, like, it's coated in this buttery, spicy, it's always crispy and sweet. It has a little bit of sweetness to it, too. So spicy and sweet, you know, I love that. Um, I highly recommend that if you ever go down that way. You know, like when you're eating and somebody describes to you other food and then you get hungrier? Yeah. That just happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've, I've been trying to get the owner to open one in uh, closer to us in Detroit area. So I'm hoping that happens. Please do. Yeah. Dear Eureka Eatery, Eureka Eatery. Yeah. Come here. N- like right now. No. <laughs> If you're not on your way, we're not friends. I think that guy will have a line out the door if he opened the one around this. Be area. sick. Mm-hmm. Do it in the city. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, tell him I want it. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm gonna go check it out too myself. Um, you brought, like I said, three sides. Yeah. Second side for us to try. I want to try this cornbread. Yeah, it's, it's a jalapeno a cornbread. Jalapeno cheesy cornbread. Oh, I believe. Sh- I believe there's cheese in it. I see something oh. cheddar inside. Oh, it looks so juicy. <laughs> It looks shiny, shiny cornbread. Looks really good. They have a regular kind too, but I picked the jalapeno one. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna take a bite of the cornbread first. Okay. It's crumbly. Um, uh, I got a piece over here. I'll eat. Do it. Mm. What? Mm. What? The best part is the uh, crust, like the crispy part. My God. Mm. That is good. Yeah, it is. <laughs> what is this, swimming in butter? You know, I haven't had this in so long that I kind of forgot how Jesus. good this is. My God. Wow. Holy shit. Oh. Dude, imagine oh. if you made a sandwich with this bread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, imagining. Mm, okay, so. Oh, my God. This is so What good. I'm getting off of this, I did get the jalapeno. It wasn't too spicy at all. I'm mm-hmm. getting a little bit of the cheese in there, too. I'm really getting the flakiness and the delicious juice that I'm getting from this cornbread, which is very rare in a cornbread because right. sometimes they're dry. A lot of times right. they're dry. This is the complete opposite from dry. Oh, my God. I love the outside part. Killer. So good. Super good crunch on the outside. Extremely nice and, I'm going to say the word, moist mm-hmm. on the inside and moist in the best possible way. I. This is probably the... At least top three cornbread I've ever had in my life. Wow. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I've had, like, cornbread from a bunch of different places. I think um, Detroit 7-5 Kitchen does a really good cornbread. Oh, yeah. Um, but That's, this is killer. That place is amazing. That place Detroit is 75. insane. They really know what they're doing over there. We actually had them on a podcast, too. One of the lost episodes. We're going to have to redo them. <laughs> so what I'm thinking with this cornbread, imagine if you got pulled pork or chopped uh, brisket, right? Mm-hmm. Just the uh, just the meat. So imagine taking the cornbread, crumbling it up with the meat. Jesus. Add some barbecue sauce. Stop. That, it's Keep like going. a it's like a casserole. Like Keep going. Barbecue casserole or something. Covered in cheese. <laughs> covered in, covered mm. in cheese and bake it for a little bit. Oh yeah. I'm, oh man. And then also mix it with cream cheese so it's super cheesy on the inside. <laughs> Jesus. I love, I love cream cheese. <sighs> 
All right, you and I, we need to start talking about how we're going to take over the world one bite at a time. And while we do that, we're going to go on another commercial break. I love you. Sandwich talk. Bye. Sandwich talk runs on Ant Knees. Based out of Eastern Market in Detroit, Michigan, this chip, salsa, and guacamole team offers fresh, all-natural, locally sourced snack foods for every single occasion. You trying to put your life back together? Get some salsa. Are you getting nervous asking out the girl of your dreams? Get that guac. Is your friend's grandma getting too handsy? Grab a bag of chips. Find store locations today at antonies.com and visit every Saturday at Eastern Market for the exclusively sold guacamole here in Detroit Guac City. Oh my god. We're going to finish this episode. Whether you folks at home like it or not, we're doing this. And I am currently holding in my hands one of the juiciest, most buttery, insane pastrami sandwiches I've ever seen in my freaking life. It is already my hands are sopping, sopping in the buttery goodness. <laughs> um, I've got uh, a pastrami. This, this sandwich is not out yet. We got the preview. And uh, Arkin wanted to... Uh I mean, he wanted to mention that the bread is not going to be the same bread that we're having now. So he's going to oh. have a better bread starting tomorrow or whenever he starts it. So. What's wrong with this bread? This bread looks great. What is this, a rye? I think it's a rye, but I think he has some type of like a house-made rye that he might want to try with it. I feel you, Arkin. Mr. Arkin, Senor Arkin. <laughs> Magic Man Arkin. Oh, my God, right. dude. I can't. I, yes. I can, and I will, and I'm going to, and we're going to do this. Um, do you mind if I do the honors and take the first bite? Yes, please. Can we cheers? We can cheers. Okay. I just, I'm holding this and it's literally going through my fingertips, in through my arms and up to my brain and saying, eat me, eat me. All right, I'm doing this. With the coleslaw and everything, here is a juicy house-made pastrami sandwich. Oh, you took a good bite. Mm. <laughs> Man, that needs to be on video. Whoa. Whoa. Mmm. Mmm, there's something sweet in there. Mmm. Wow. Damn. Salty, sweet, smoky. Yo. Mmm. This pastrami is killer. Oh, my God. And he gave us, like, a big thing of extra pastrami too. He gave us a box of pastrami. Are you freaking kidding <laughs> so me? So you dude? can make your own pastrami sandwiches That's at a home. One box, one large box of pastrami. Hi, can I get the box of pastrami? <laughs> yeah, sure. Would you like anything else with that? Yeah. Piles of cornbread. My God, dude. Mm, man, this sandwich is amazing. Okay, so I'm gonna start talking about this. The pastrami, incredible. I love this pastrami. It is so good. It comes on here. Uh, it looks like it's got like a mustard in there as well. Yep. Um, and then the coleslaw. So it is a little bit of a creamy coleslaw. It's a little sweet. Not necessarily my type of coleslaw. It's not something that I would probably want or prefer. I might actually get it no coleslaw next time, but the pastrami is just nuts. I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm pulling it. I'm holding it. I'm smelling it. <sighs> yeah, this... Uh so is pastrami, mm. can you eat pastrami for St. Patrick's Day? Or does it have to be corned beef? I can eat whatever I want on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I think uh, traditionally it's corned beef, but pastrami, why not? I don't mm-hmm. know. Just, isn't isn't pastrami kind of like a corned beef, just seasoned? I mean, it's got just stuff all over it. No. I'm sorry, I blacked out what? <laughs> I'm blacking out too. Dude, it's so juicy. And like literally the, the bread is sopping in the juice from the oh, pastrami. Yeah. Maybe um his new bread will be thicker or something, maybe. I don't know. Mm-mm. Well, the fat on the pastrami too. Mm-hmm. It just falls apart. So what do you think the little bit of sweetness is coming from the it's coleslaw? It's gotta be from the coleslaw, yeah. Maybe like uh apple in the coleslaw. Do you think it's um the mustard, maybe like sweet mustard or something. Ooh, you know what? He huh. gave us a side of the mustard here. I'm just gonna, mm. I'm just gonna try a little bit of the dipper on that. Mm. Nope, definitely not sweet, <laughs> but it's really good. It was a Dijon or something. It's kind of like a Dijon, yeah. It's uh, it's definitely old school and grainy and large and delicious. Try like, that. Try like the mustard. Gray, gray Poupon. Mm-hmm. Ooh, remember the Gray Poupon commercials? Yeah. <laughs> Where of course. they would just pull up in the in the two limos and be like, "Sir, do you happen to have any grape poupon?" <laughs> He's like, "I do." <laughs> I, I can't believe that's not still on TV. Yeah, that's one of those commercials that should have lived on forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, is grape poupon still a thing? Yep. Is this a show, <laughs> is this show sponsored by grape poupon? <laughs> Uh, if the folks, the fine folks at Grey Poupon are listening to us, we are sandwich sauce. <coughs> oh, sorry, I just got hit with the pastrami real good. <sighs> if the fine folks at Grey Poupon are listening to us, Sandwich Shock would love your sponsorship. <laughs> Damn, was that good. Actually, that would be a perfect uh, brand to work with you. Yeah, because number one, I like riding in limos. Number two, I love mustard. Number three, I'm the fan of sharing condiments with each other. So if I were to roll down my window and say to a gentleman, excuse me, sir, I saw you eating a sandwich. Do you need some Grey Poupon on that? (laughs) And the guy was like, you know what? Yeah. That would make my day. Of all the things that I do, it would make my day to share a condiment with a person via vehicle. And of course, the uh, car could be a limo via Lincoln. Right, and you could work with Lincoln. Yo, shout out Ford Motor Company, Lincoln, uh, Lincoln Navigator. Uh, number one, looking for a new car. Number two, get at me. I'm out here. We're looking for sponsors. We got a ton of people over here that are being like, yo, I love Sandwich Talk, but I just wish you had a car sponsorship. <laughs> so do I, guys. So do I. So this, I'm looking uh, at you, Ford. This soda is really good. One of our sponsors. So um, in season one, I became good friends with this guy named Jason Lavalla. Laval, amazing guy, super kind, uh, and recent transplant to Detroit from New York, originally from Connecticut, I believe, and he had uh, started this drink company called Casamara Club. It's a soda, leisure soda specifically is the type of soda that he does, and I loved it so much that I started buying it for the show. As it turns out, met him, and he's like, why don't I just hook you up as a sponsor? We got Casamaros in the house. I met uh, I met him also. We had um, we had food at Detroit Shipping Company one time. Mm. Very good. Very cool guy. What do you think of that place? Oh, it's one of my favorites. It's definitely one. I mean, Bangkok 96 street food in there. Totally. Oh, my God. They're amazing. So is Momo. Cha's awesome. I've tried everything there. 
Coop is great. Buho. I mean, there's not one food stall in that place that is bad. And even the ice cream shop upstairs is amazing. I do think that um, that Bangkok 96 is legit. Uh, I used to, so I grew up um, going to their spot in Dearborn on uh-huh. Telegraph just off of Michigan. And I love that place. I love their attention to detail. Their flavors are so on point. The traditional dishes mixed in with the, with the, uh, the way of present, presenting the new style mm-hmm. is beautiful. And they have such a fine eye for detail and palate for detail. Right. The street food spot inside of the shipping container, yo, on special, pork belly, and it's the fattiest pork belly I've ever had. <laughs> um, I think they're in another level. Yeah. <laughs> because Chef Genevieve, she's a grandmother. She doesn't act like, even though I think she's probably one of the best chefs in Detroit, she doesn't act like she's that big of a deal. No, she's a sweetheart. Super sweet, super nice, uh, very humble. But now she has a special, you wouldn't believe. She has a Thai tomahawk steak. Right, I heard about that. Yeah, it's only thirty-five bucks or thirty bucks or something, That's and it, it it comes with grilled shrimp too. Mm. And so it's like it's like their version of surf and turf, and it comes <laughs> with sticky rice. I've gotten few, gotten it a few times already, and it's so good. But everything that they make at uh, Bangkok Street Food, ninety Bangkok ninety six Street Food is just spectacular. Isn't it like shareable for like three or four people too? Oh yeah, I mean, you know that Asian food is supposed to be all shareables, right? I yeah. mean, you uh, you want to share everything because when I, when you get food. After a couple bites, you don't want to keep eating the same bite over and over for another, you know, 40 minutes or something. I want to taste a little bit of everything. So me being Korean, in a Korean culture, we have banchan, right? Mm -hmm. So we have like small side dishes, like six or seven of them, because we want to just taste. Every time we eat, we want to just taste something different. I agree. Yeah. And uh, I love that at Bangkok 96 or even at Detroit Shipping, you could get a little bit of each food. Uh, and then share everything. That's the way to do it. Totally. And that's what, uh, when I met Jason, that's what we were doing. So there's a whole best. bunch of us with the photographers that uh, I work with, Michelle and Jenna and Jason. We also sat around nibbling on every little thing, and <laughs> it, was, it was a really good time. Yeah, I I only like eating like that, to be honest, because then you're right. You get the flavors of the world. You get to taste a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate when I go out with, you know, friends like you or any of the other major uh, food um, enthusiasts here in the city. Mm-hmm. You all go about uh, a great way of, number one, we got to get the pictures. You got to get a good picture, get a nice video in, <laughs> make sure you can talk about it, make sure that yeah. you're showing the world that you're about to destroy some food. Right. And then... Everybody try this. Did you try that? Oh my god try that. Wow. What is this? And Everybody's sampling all of the flavors and if you can get a location like a food hall a mess hall like that. Wow Yeah, and the best part about that is we talk about food (laughs) So while we're eating we're talking about that food Then we'll compare it to another restaurant and talk about their food and then it's just it's like a whole thing about just food You know, yeah um, we have the third side item and it looks flipping ridiculous. Talk to me about this bacon. So I think it's called the maple honey bacon. 
Let me just get a little piece right here. Okay. You're I just gonna take a little one. that little half of giant slab that's the size of two fingers. I'm getting full. <laughs> so um, I was being sarcastic. That's massive. <laughs> Anyways, this uh, they he smokes this bacon. So it's smoked bacon in a smoker, and then he puts his special honey and maple syrup on it. It's so sticky. Oh my gosh, it's that candy. <laughs> mm. Oh my god. It's literally candy. Yeah, it's candy. Bacon. It's so good. Bacon candy. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. You know what? If you chop this up, it'll be a really good garnish. For there someone. you go. Full circle. Mm -hmm. Come on, right on back. You know what, though? It bit apart really well. It's not like you're not going to get the stringy piece of bacon that's going to share along with the rest of the sandwich. Yeah. But if you do chop this boy up, dang. It does um, mm. It does really chop up really well. Mm. Mm. Super right caramelized right. on the outside. Almost a nutty flavor because of the concoction between the two. And then you're getting really nice, um, just the bacon flavor, but it's not super overpowering. And the bacon is actually nice and tender and juicy. I do taste something spicy in there, too. It's a little kick. It must be from the smoke or something, but there's a little kick to it. There is. You're right. Dash some of that Lowry's or some paprika, some whatever. I don't even care. What flavor of um, Casmera Club uh, soft drink are we drinking here? This is the Sarah. So it's the... Um, I'm trying to figure out what the flavor is. It's really good. Grapefruit, cinnamon bark, rhubarb, um, Italian chinotto, allspice berry. Oh, yeah, a little bit of sea salt. This Some is orange good. blossom. Wow. Oh, yeah. That oh. washes down everything so well. And Ma it mixes well with everything, Made too. in Detroit. I Thanks like that. Thanks, Detroit. Represent. Till the day we die. Um, I've always got stuff going on, but I know that you have some things going on too. Are there any plugs that you want to tell the, the folks at home about, about things coming up, maybe new restaurants opening up that you want to tell us about too? Um, no, I mean, um, no, I can't think of anything. I mean, you know Sweet. what? I go to like two, three restaurants every day. I'm like, <laughs> my mind, like if you ask me, what did you eat two days ago? I don't even remember. Do you have a mad pick, like one place that we need to go check out? Well, we did talk about already uh, Eureka Eatery, which is down a little bit south. For we sure. talked about Donor Kebab, which is very, very good. We talked about Detroit's uh, shipping, and we even mentioned Detroit 75. Which all right, is we awesome. mentioned it all then. <laughs> Speaking of a sandwich, though, Detroit 75 Kitchen, which I haven't been there yet since they started the Shrimp Po' Boys. What? So the Shrimp Po' Boy is a sandwich, right? Yep. Okay. Well, they just started that this week, I believe. I haven't been there yet to eat one, but I'm going to go soon. Let me know when you do. I definitely want to try that out. As yeah. a Shrimp Po' Boy fan, I'm down. Um, speaking of which, we have the Shrimp Masala Rich Boy, we call it, because it ain't Po'. <laughs> uh, through Kana, and we're doing that this Thursday okay. at... Um, Urban Rest Brewing in okay. Ferndale. Oh, I've so, been there. Yeah, yeah, awesome spot. So, you know, um, that spot is popular with one of my friends. Uh, her name is Shelly. She started a vegan, vegetarian pop-up. Oh. It's called Space Cat Vistro. Hell yeah, it is. And they're always at Urban. Uh, is it uh, Urban Rest, right? Mm -hmm. So I've been there a few times just for her pop-up. Man, she makes 
amazing food. I mean, they're I, killer. I, I'm hoping she opens up her own little, uh, you know, like a cafe. I would definitely go there all the time for totally. that. Totally. And they're so ni- they're such nice people. Shelly actually reached out to me, and we, we talk here and there, um, all of us in the community, in the, mm-hmm. in the pop-up or the food community, we talk online here and there about, like, hey, what'd you think of that spot? What'd you think of this spot? Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of information that's really nice to share. So she's one of those people that's oh, reached she, out about Oh, she's stuff. one of the nicest people you ever meet. Amazing. If you know about Space Cat, get up on Space Cat. And if you don't know about Space Cat, you should definitely be getting up on Space Cat. And they're Cat. usually at Urban Rest, I think, a few times a week or once, at least once a week or something like that, right? Totally. Uh, things that I've got going on, so every Saturday and Sunday morning, you can go get yourself a breakfast burrito at Bikes and Coffee. I need to see you there. Uh, Sunday mornings, if you want to come through, we make three different kinds of incredible bike breakfast burritos. So where is this at? Bikes and Coffee in Woodbridge. Just oh, off of Trumbull. yes. Okay. Right by Paisa. And you have uh, breakfast burritos on what day? Saturday and Sunday, but Sunday I'm usually there. Okay. And what time? From 9 a.m. until we run out, which is usually between about noon and 1. No, that's that's <laughs> that sounds really good, actually. I'm going to go. I'm but, a big fan. Um, what different flavors of burritos or like the, different meats? The three different kinds are as follows. Okay. We have a meat and a veggie. Um, each of them share the same common ingredients with the exception of the meat being a house-made sausage, mm-hmm. breakfast sausage that we make, you know, nice little fennel-y mm-hmm. and so maple-y. And then the, the veggie is actually a vegan um, collard green. Wow. But the common ingredients inside are eggs, tater tots, jalapeno cream cheese, a little bit of green salsa, and then we roll it and seal it with Munster cheese. Oh, man, that sounds amazing. <laughs> the vegan yeah. has actually become the crowd favorite. I might actually get the vegan. Dude, it's nuts. I love vegan food. So. Sweet potatoes, the same collard greens, mm-hmm. a crunchy, spicy uh, chickpea, yeah, uh, chive, or I'm sorry, scallion, dill, vegan cream cheese, yeah, green salsa, mm. yeah, and then we roll that boy up. So I just came back from San Juan, Puerto Rico. Hell yeah, big shouts. Um, and I had a really good breakfast sandwich there. I'm breakfast uh, burrito. Yeah. So I'm going to compare that breakfast burrito to your breakfast burrito. I'll, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not Puerto Rican, so I don't really know how it's going to compare, but I'm sure it's going to be good. I love our, our breakfast burritos a lot. Okay. I can actually probably say, and if anybody wants to come out and, and battle me on this one, I think we have the best, best breakfast burrito in town. Well, I'm going to go there and I'm going to let you know. I need your feedback. If you see me post about it on my uh, Instagram, then you know it's good. (laughs) Um, And then aside from that, every Thursday outside of this other Thursday, I'm going to be doing Elephant Room next to St. Andrew's Hall with Kana. So it's at Kana Detroit, K-H-A-N-A. Check us out. Swerve, which is the breakfast burritos, is at Eat Swerve, S-W-E-R-V-E. And you could check us out there for bikes and coffee. Every Saturday, I'm at Eastern Market in Detroit doing the chip salsa and guacamole for Aunt Knees. Big shouts, Aunt Knees. And then you can find new episodes of Detroit Digest and also our personal videos on Instagram, YouTube. Just figure out Detroit Digest. Follow me at Carlos underscore Parisi. In the meantime, my dude, song. I'm so happy that you're my first guest ever. And also my most recent guest. That's awesome. Nice <laughs> bookend. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming and, and being a part of this and um, and always being so open and available to supporting me and everything that I've done. And likewise, if I can continue to do anything with you, for you, under the supervision of you, just let me know, please. Awesome. I, I like that. I like our community. We all love, uh, ha- you know, helping each other out and want each other to succeed, and that's the way we are in Detroit. Totally. 
Uh, big shouts to Arkins for doing this incredible job on barbecue. I can now say that I've had legit barbecue um, on this show, and that's a first because we haven't had ever had barbecue on this show. It's a lot of firsts today. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks again, Song. Thank you to everybody at home. I love you. I love you. And I love you. Bye. Well, that's it for today. Thank you all for listening, and thanks to our guest, Song Lee. Goodbye. <laughs> Sandwich Talk is a production of Planet Ant Media, powered by Pinecast, supported by Artwork and the National Endowment for the Arts. Check out more Planet Ant podcasts at planetantpodcasts.com. Our theme music is Bushwick Tarantella, and our ad read music is Lobby Time, both by Kevin McLeod. I want to thank our producer, Zach Bridges. Danny Veer, no idea. We have, of course, our mustard valet, Michael Zuber, our mailman, Carl Malone, social media advisor, B. Arthur, and with us, always, our chief, Miles O'Brien. Thanks for listening. I'm Carlos. Hope you got hungry. Happy sandwich. not insane like oh. he's like a really sane person well that's good yeah. <laughs> did you try that yet no i have I dude fucking sorry. bite 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 start eating you know the pickles are really good the pickles it's aren't bad spicy, i don't like sweet pickles but it's got a kick to it too totally yeah